Hi, thank you for tuning in to another episode of State of the Arts, a podcast where art forms are embraced and artists are celebrated. I'm Lee, your hostess of Ceremonies, and this is episode 53. My guest this week is Maresh Janati, who is in the Persian rug industry and is okay. also a painting enthusiast. Welcome to my show, Maresh. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Oh, wonderful. Me too. So how did you get started in the Persian rug industry? Uh, my family has been in this business for four generations. And uh, my father and also my great-grandfather, and uh, they all have been in the business for years and years. Uh, and uh, that's how I got started, watching them and growing up with these rugs around me got me enthusiastic about learning and gathering knowledge about these rugs and learning about them. That must have been so exciting to grow up around um, the artistry, that beauty. It was beautiful because it's all handmade art. Everything was done by hand in Persian rugs and uh, that's what makes it very special and very one-of-a-kind art every art every rugs like every painting there's only one there's no duplicates it's not just being turned out in a factory it's all hand design not by not thousands of knots goes into each rug that is done by every person who is involved in making of those pieces. Oh, what type of fibers do they use? They use wool, in some cases wool, and in some cases wool and silk, and sometimes in pure silk. There are three kinds of rugs. And um, there are rugs with the pile, and there are rugs that are handmade, and they're fatly woven. Wow, that's wonderful. Uh, so what's the process that goes into making a Persian rug? First, uh, there are they're sheared from sheep, and then they're dipped into boiling um, dye, and they're pulled out. And these, according to different colors that different, like pomegranate uh, is used for red. Turmeric is used for yellow. And these are all natural, natural ingredients that goes into wools and into these mixes that are in these coils, boiling coils, dyes that you soak it in, you immerse it, and you bring it out and let it dry. Right. And then this is how you use that for after it's dry. At first, there is a there is a um, master weaver. And it's a big graph, like a graph paper, that is sat there and also guides people. They say he's standing there and telling everybody else to put the person, the weaver, put 10 in yellow and uh, 6 in red and 2. He's ordering and while these people are weaving, making knots. And uh, also the loom, which is the threads that going down vertically, these threads, there are with these wools that are tied, knotted from underneath, and they're cut 
with a knife, with a knife that is made for these rug weavers. And then after that, like one line of red, one line of yellow, however line it is, it's woven. Then it's sheared with a comb, with a brush. And at the end you, there comes a masterpiece that you have as a rug that you walk on and appreciates as you walk on them. You could walk on it and it becomes investment and it appreciates the value, not depreciating like anything else that depreciates and it's used all the time. So how does someone who owns a Persian rug, how would they preserve it to keep it? It doesn't the- take much to preserve it, just uh, cleaning it. Uh, cleaning it and if you see some missing holes at some place and having it repaired, knotted and tightened on the sides and that's all. And, and if it's the summertime, when it's hot, you clean and you moth proof and safe for a safekeeping because moths are created in the summertime when things are tied up and not open for air exposure. I didn't know that. And they're created and, uh, you know, usually wool uh, is in the fiber and moths are created when wool is, you know, tied and from the heat, (laughs) there is wool and the little uh, moth seeds are go into the fiber of the rugs and stay there. Wow. That's why you have to vacuum them. Yeah, that's Once important. To, exactly. To vacuum them and clean them with soap and professional cleaning. That's how you preserve. Wow, and so in summertime, if you you're, don't want to use the rugs, and so you fold them and you have moth proof and put them away for winter when it's cold. And the the rugs keep the place warm in winter time, so you can clean and you know preserve the rugs in the summertime for when the cold weather comes, when winter comes along, and you have your investment preserved and safe kept. Wow, that's so interesting. Uh, so this art form has been in existence for thousands of years. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, how is the younger generation in Iran being educated about this art form? It's part of culture. Nice. People, you know that. You know, people know that. Uh, the younger generation, uh, just uh, by the family, by the way the culture is, they are just also learned and they are taught for these uh, kind of uh, situations and be, be because of this kind of special type of field, it just becomes part of the family and part of the culture. They learn about this as an additional knowledge to have. It's a beautiful tradition that's passed it's on. Exactly, it's a great tradition. And that's why they last forever. And they never, and this art has never been, you know, gone and has stayed alive regardless of 
what the inflation form the economy has been and uh, the people have also stayed with these rugs these rugs have been always appreciated and uh, you know have been um, valued by all kinds of uh, different types of groups of people I understand there are royalty that enjoy Persian rugs too and you know diplomats exactly royalties diplomats more educated I think so and like uh, lawyers um, people who are doctors or in the United States people who are um, more valuing these things because as far as being uh, as far as a kind of status that to show and also as far as the value of that because it's a class system if you have with Persian rugs if you have Persian rugs shows certain everybody thinks about a different class of people puts you in a different category, puts you in a different class. So depending on people who have more um, finances and more financially secure, also those are the people who are interested. That would be... I could see that, especially since it's made out of cotton and silk and all these yes. uh, more affluent materials. Sure, they're usually... Foundation of all these rugs, uh, the way the foundation is, they're usually um, the um, loom is made with cotton uh, strand that comes up and down. They come from top and go down in uh, two uh, different cotton, cotton straight comes down from the square loom that people weave these rugs on. And um, they put in and different balls of, like the way I said, the colors are made, like uh, pomegranate and turmeric. Those, those colors that are made and the wools are dyed in those and immersed, those wools are used into the weaving of the rugs. And with hand, you make those with hand. You go around, you put the finger and make it a knot between two. One goes horizontally and there is... There are also vertically, vertically and horizontally, these cottons. These are the foundation of every rug, and the looms are made into knots, knot by knot, thousands of knots, to make this big, huge, beautiful uh, piece of art. What's one of the bigger rugs that you've seen? Um, they go as far as uh, 12 by 18. 22 by 24, they cover huge, huge homes. These, these are, you know, like some of my my brother's customers have been people who are in fashion and uh, they're big names. He had a store in Greenwich. So he had those kind of customers because even if they don't know much about it. Uh, it's still prestigious to own exactly, one. Exactly, exactly, to own those things. On the Persian rugs, and actually, they're smart because these rugs will be better investments than uh, the stock market. It's an antique, exactly. it can be an heirloom. Heirloom that gets passed on from generation to generation to generation.
because you can put your money in investments and you can lose thousands of dollars in just one day or one hour. But these always maintain their value. It's like real estate. <laughs> exactly, like real estate. Like real estate maintain or appreciate. That's exactly, that's amazing. The one, the greatest thing about the rugs is that, that it's like an investment that doesn't depreciate, only appreciates. That's great. <laughs> You've seen them made in person? Yes, I actually did it. I did, I did it for one day. It wasn't a lot, but I actually made a small rug, two by four in one day. And, you know, once I was, you know, because these are small knots that you're making, and it's like you make 200 knots in five minutes. So when you're sitting there, uh, and I appreciate the actual weaver that make that after that time that I was doing one little rock for myself, that uh, after an hour or two hours, I was seeing black. <laughs> I needed to take a break and go back to it again. Wow. Uh, it's amazing to see that to happen, to look at it and appreciate different things in life. As I appreciate something more unique and more grand as, as other things. How incredible. It's beautiful. You know, it's an absolute work of art when you look at them. Yes, they are. They're gorgeous. And there's so many different designs. It's such a variety. Exactly. And, uh, you know, like, uh, it's amazing. Like you said, it's like a family or woman, uh, and, after the person who wove that is gone, but that's that's the piece of art that he made. It's it left it's left from them and gets passed on. My grandmother used to do a couple of rugs, and then after she passed away, my dad was trying to my father was trying to buy it back because it's something that part of you you made. It's like. Like a painting, like doing a painting or creating a music. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. It becomes a part of you because exactly. you created it. Exactly. It becomes part of you. Absolutely. So, you know, it's something that it's amazing because you can, uh, the, the joy is like when I do painting, uh, I'm, it's like a meditation. Weaving rugs is like a meditation and while you're doing it, it's like sort of like listening to meditation. You're using it and you are releasing um, part of yourself. Yes. And uh, that becomes very, very calming and soothing and serene experience while making that, while you're going through that. So you have, like nothing to you have a lot of your paintings and rugs in your home. Exactly. It's surrounded by art and beauty. Exactly, exactly. This is uh, part of what I, I enjoy, what I loved. And I basically, like we talked about, this is part of my growing up, part, part of my background. And um, that I am still enjoying and, and I'm blessed with to have that around. 
Have you ever created a painting that was inspired by a rug? Yes, I have. And, you know, it's just like looking basically because of Persian rugs or like art painting that have lots of colors to them. That So when, when it's the same like Persian rugs, Persian rugs have a lot of colors to them and a lot of stories in them. It's the same thing as a Persian rug similar it tells an entire story when you look exactly. at it when you look at it it tells you the, you the entire story so it's the same thing you know you just you look at the colors and when you're putting it into painting that's what you're bringing it back to another form another shape into another form exactly so you can match a rug with a painting exactly have the same color scheme exactly Exactly, and that's that's the beauty of both things in tune together. That's, that's wonderful. It's amazing. It's a dance between the two. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly, and it's it's you know expressing, being able to express yourself in different ways, expressing yourself, expressing how you feel in different forms and different ways, that also blend in together, work together at the same time. That's beautiful. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I enjoy it. It's part of how I enjoy my time and my life. Part of the real enjoyment that I have. Oh, that is beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Are you working on any paintings right now? Yes, I'm starting one right now, yes. Into like nature. Right now I'm working on something that has to do with nature, water, fish, water, uh, ocean, those kind of things, waves. I'm working on that, that right now. Like aquatic ocean. Exactly. Like it's the Persian rugs, the Persian rugs have tree of life, uh, has birds and shows, you know, that kind of nature nature uh, which is trees and which is colors and you know the ocean how extraordinary thank you and there are museums in iran too with paintings and rugs oh there are a lot of museums yes there's also in the metropolitan museum in manhattan there's also a, a section for persian rugs that they are displaying Persian rugs from like hundreds of years ago. I think I remember seeing this when I was there. Oh yes, so it's uh, museums there. The Shah's palaces have rugs in them that they preserved. I haven't gone to them ever since they changed hands, the government. Mm -hmm. But I believe there is. There is Persian rugs in the museums because it was always appreciated. Sure, it's such a deep part of the Persian culture. Exactly. I'm sure it is. I'm sure there are in the uh, few of the mansions that were in the Shah of Iran's uh, time. There were the museums in the, those museums in the Shah's time, they had Persian drugs, and I'm sure still kept.
because of part of Persian culture and Persian art. It's somewhere preserved. Exactly, I'm sure. I'm sure about that. And there was like a couple of, few of those museums that are in Iran. Maybe next time if I go there, I will check it out. But I heard that there is like it's something that it's an art and culture that doesn't die, stays with you forever and ever. Yes. Classic form of art. It's never going to go out of style. Exactly. It's not going to go anywhere and um, going to be part of, um, engraved into part of Persian culture and Persian history. Yes. How beautiful is that? It's <laughs> wonderful. It's preserved throughout time. Exactly. And uh, basically that, and, uh, you know, it's just like all the Persians preserve that, all the Persian people carry it through. Uh, generation to generation. How extraordinary. That's wonderful. Thank <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, so. <laughs> you. How many rugs do you have? I have uh, a lot. I could say I have maybe 150 rugs. Wow. Uh, and uh, something between that. And then uh, those rugs, um, when I had my store, it was part of my store that uh, when my rug store in Scarsdale I had, so I had those, I still has those rugs that it's only selected people that, uh, as we talked about, that would be interested. So I'm not in no rush to sell them all <laughs> because I enjoy them so much, and they're like a family heirloom, and um, so. You know, if there's an opportunity that I see the interest, uh, then I can part with them. But it's part of part of me because I've, this is what I have known most of my life with the rugs, with rug business and rugs. So unless someone is very interested, then I'm ready to make a connection and make it make a deal. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's only in this special time. And I'm in no rush. <laughs> <laughs> and the rugs are getting more rare. They are, aren't they? Exactly. Because sometimes the younger people don't have as much as... Uh, they don't have as much patience as the people in the old days that to sit there and give a rug. So that brings the value of the rugs even higher. Wow. That makes sense. Handmade rugs. You know, there's a lot of, um, also in Iran, there are some wall-to-wall -wall carpeting but, and some machine-made carpeting. But for handmade rugs, um, not too many people are doing it. So because less people are making it, the value, it brings up the value. It always works that way. Less people bringing the art, more people... Um, becomes more valuable to other people. Yes, of course. The value goes higher, much higher. Mm -hmm. Because of the demands. Exactly. Yes. Because yeah. of the demand. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so do you have contact information if someone's interested in maybe purchasing Yes, I have a, for now I have my phone number that I can connect with people if, you have, if they have an interest, if they have rugs already that need restoration or they're interested in rugs, um, I can provide that 
Okay. So could they find you on Facebook or Instagram? On Facebook. I have a website and a Facebook. It's called Nazi Rock Restoration and Repair. You've seen it, right? With the phone. Yes, yes so, I have. <laughs> yeah, so that, that is uh, what my basically my website for now is that. Uh, but there's another website that I'm working on to improve for working on more giving it more comprehensive um, information. Yeah, and or to be more comprehensive. Yes, <laughs> that's great. Okay, and uh, anyone who's interested, they can exactly. reach out to you. And exactly, that's wonderful that yes. you have this business, and it's it's a rare business. You don't see yes. many of that type of exactly. um, business around these days. No, no, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, so that's the way basically uh, it works, and um, appreciate it and. Uh, Usually, if someone gets interested, uh, some people already know about it, but some people, there's, what I have found out with Americans is that they're very interested in learning about new things. Mm -hmm. And um, so, even if they're not too familiar with it, they enjoy it, but they don't know what's going on a lot that's going on, they, they are interested in learning and improving their knowledge of the, what's, what it is, the details of the business, of the Persian rugs. So that's, that's very good, that's very interesting to me that there are people who are Americans that would be interested in learning and getting knowledge about it. Oh, that that's wonderful. <laughs> yes, it's great. So they they are just they're more open to new things. Oh, great! <laughs> and we just have two minutes left. Uh, is there anything you'd like to say to all the listeners before we sign off? Yes. Um, anything um, you need to know uh, about rugs? Uh, there is. Always, they can be always contacting me and uh, I can lead them, guide them to the right way. If they want to learn about it or they need to know anything about it, they can ask me and I can definitely make them aware and make them more knowledgeable and make them, give them more understanding about the, this field of Persian rugs. And thank you so much, Maresh. It was an honor to have you on my podcast. Thank you so much. I'm very happy that I could come and uh, do this podcast, this session with you. I'm very happy that you're here. My pleasure. Thank you so much. It's been, a, it's been such an honor. Thank you so much. And thank you so much. I want to thank everyone for listening and wish you all the best of luck. Stay safe out there, stay positive, and stay true to your dreams. Take care, everyone.